Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Druids Grove. Today we are going to continue our exploration of the elements. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the element of air. So air is associated with the east in Druidry, and the animal it's associated with is any type of bird. Some people and practices are specific about the type of bird. Uh, Most commonly referenced is a hawk. Uh, but it can be any kind of bird, and that's the beautiful thing about druidry, is that you can adapt it uh, to your own individual practice. So, with the element of air, the association of the bird may be obvious, but why the direction of the east? So, in <clears throat> excuse me, in ancestral times, um, where the druids came from, and the, the ancient Celts and the druids, the other elements already had their association with other directions. So the element of air and the direction of east are associated together because towards the east from that region of Gaul, which the Celts were from and the Druids were from, was primarily land. And to traverse this land was very difficult. And the symbolism of air and what it represents would be utilized as kind of a metaphor for uh, covering a large swath of ground or a large, large area of land. And kind of metaphorically speaking, this, quote, ground uh, could be physical, actual ground, or it could be, um, you know, the the landscape of wisdom and knowledge and information. And birds travel very quickly over large land land masses by using the air. So by covering large areas quickly, or, you know, metaphorically covering or gaining lots of information quickly, one could kind of take on an aerial perspective of a situation. So air came to be associated with the intellect or quick thinking or knowledge and wisdom. And regarding the bird, um, birds cover a lot of ground, both physically and kind of metaphorically as well. And, you know, birds are much smarter than people give them credit for. Um, There's been a lot of research about different birds and especially crows. Crows are very smart. Um, they can solve puzzles, they remember faces. If you treat a crow poorly, they will remember your face, and they can inform the other crows around them. And there, there are stories of people mistreating crows, and then in the future, the other crows around them that associate with them are, are kind of mean to that person or attack them or harass them due to this one crow having a, a poor response or... Um, you know, interaction with a person that treated them poorly, and then that crow can treat the um, show the group to treat that person as a threat. So, if we step back and look at the relationship between birds and air and the intellect, and you know, kind of take an aerial perspective on things, we can see where the element of air has become important in druidry, and so its symbolism can guide us in decision making. It can help us take on a different perspective in a situation and kind of help us to uh, foster relationships with other people to solve problems. 
and then if we're you know still looking at air we have we have the uh, component of wind and wind brings in objects from other areas so this also applies uh, metaphorically you know as well as in reality um, wind or intellectual wind I guess you could say helps us to gain new insights and new perspectives that you know sometimes seems to come from seem to come from nowhere and wind and air can move seeds across uh, sorry across vast distances and to help plant uh, new trees and new plants and again this metaphor of the, the wind bringing seeds from distances away to help plant things this can also be applied to the mind in the sense of gain, gaining new seeds of insight or new seeds of perspective or planting a seed of thought and in our daily lives we can also take on many different aspects of air um, many many different descriptions are used to describe kind of air-based characteristics or traits so we can think of terms like airhead or someone is flighty or they're full of hot air you know to the, these are terms that can be used to describe uh, people or their personalities or their behaviors and just to mention it uh, the astrological signs that are associated with air are Gemini Libra and Aquarius and I'm not placing that there because I'm associating those signs with um, the negative concept of air it's just that they they are considered air signs in general so you know like anyone else they can they can have positive or negative um, characteristics of the uh, aspect of air and looking back at Druidry um, air can mean many things it, you know we can look at wisdom intellect focus uh, objectivity awareness planning being cunning um, cognition or just awareness in general and there are various characteristics of personality that can be seen as well so within each of these traits uh, we can also um, we can kind of go to either extreme of these characteristics or, or these traits we can be too out of balance um, with the aspects of air we can be too intelligent or too lofty or we can go the opposite way and we can be too airheaded or too flat or too stagnant so mythologically there are various uh, beings associated with air the sign of air um, it just depends on you know the the um, spiritual background that you're looking at or the mythology that you're looking at uh, most commonly that I found are sylphs s-y-l-p-h-s uh, in Greek it means uh, sylph it's s-i-l-p-h-e uh, means butterfly or moth um, these beings are kind of associated with the weather and they can bring inspirational thoughts to us and like any other uh, being they can be helpful or harmful and, you know like us they can wreak havoc if they want to using the element of air or they can uh, bring wisdom and understanding and insight like I said we can we can be overly intellectual and out of balance in this sense we can appear to be uh, cold and distant we can be logical without emotional expression um, from an emotional perspective we can be like a hurricane you know a storm a tempest and cause destruction uh, on the other side conversely we can also be helpful like a gentle breeze you know cooling our skin or bringing uh, beneficial energy to an area or bringing beneficial thought to a situation
So looking at the physical concepts of air, air can carry changes in the the pressure in the air. You know, we have high pressure systems and low pressure systems when we look uh, meteor meteorologically at the weather. Um, the air can bring rain and snow or cold or warm temperatures or the high pressure or low pressure. Um, air can be nurturing or devastating. And these are all characteristics of the element of air that we see outside of ourselves. But again, if we approach the elements from a spiritual perspective, we can also see these elements inside ourselves and in others. So depending on how we approach the element of air, like the other elements, we can choose to express this element within us um, in the way that we want, and this can be helpful or harmful. We just have to have an awareness of it. And if we look at the element of air in our food and in our bodies, and we see that it's present there, we talked about this a little bit in the um, the, the main episode about the elements. So we use the air that we breathe to nurture our bodies and to provide much needed oxygen to our bodies. And the food that we eat also uses air and oxygen to grow, whether it be plant or animal. So without air, we would not exist, just like all the other elements. And similar, similarly, um, without the kind of metaphorical concept of air, we would not exist you know, from a spiritual perspective or a, um, a mental or intellectual perspective. Animals, humans, plants, everything else on earth is dependent on air in both the kind of physical and metaphorical or spiritual form. So if we look at ceremony, kind of ceremonial practices in Druidry, or in daily practice on, on uh, one's altar, uh, many Druids use items associated with air to remind them of its presence and our connection to it. So one common practice is to use incense and smoke to represent air. And for people that have allergies or breathing problems, you know, like um, I don't typically use scents in my house just because they can be bothersome. Um, I have a feather, and some people might use a feather. Uh, that they f I found a feather in the woods one day, and it's just sitting on my altar, and I can look at it, and it reminds me of the bird and air. And kind of from a philosophical perspective, I guess, um, if you just look at air, it appears to be absent. We can't see anything. We don't see it with our eyes, so we don't really acknowledge it. You know, we're not really paying attention to it. Um, however, without air, there would be a vacuum. There would be emptiness. So if we look at outer space, there, you know, there is no air in outer space. It's just a vacuum. And if we apply this to our human form and our human nature, uh, without air, you know, without our brains, without our intellect, we would be empty. And some may think, some people probably think that animals and plants, you know, they're without knowledge. They don't have wisdom and they are, you know, they are empty. But they are full of the unseen components that keep their minds working and running and functioning as well. Just like we don't really see the air unless it's, you know, raining or causing destruction and tornadoes or whatever. But even if you can't see what's going on, it is still present. We can just have to acknowledge it. So again, without these physical and metaphorical representations of air, nothing would exist. So, um, again, this is just kind of a general introduction about the element of air in Druidry. And, you know, we can see how air and the east and the birds um, 
various birds or flying animals all kind of became connected to druidry and are also represented in other forms of paganism. We can see how they're utilized in our daily practices and why they are important. And by developing our understanding of the physical representation of air as well as kind of the concept of air uh, metaphorically or philosophically or spiritually, we can help develop a deeper connection to it and we can understand it and appreciate it and acknowledge it in our daily practice. So I thank you for listening and I hope this has been helpful for, for you and Thanks again. Air. Cool breeze on a summer day. Biting chill in winter. Your medium allows for the beauty of flight or destruction. Sustaining life without awareness. Thank you so much for joining in at the Druid's Grove. I thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you. I hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you. If you liked what was shared, please feel free to give back at Buy Me A Coffee. Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time.